The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. So, things are really kind of going off the rails here in the U.S. It's uh, to the surprise of no one with any sense, at least. Uh, They're not getting any better. They're not getting anywhere good. They've started the hearings on the January 6th so-called insurrection or coup attempt. They're pushing a lot of names, and literally every left-wing talking head is pushing the same points, referring to it as insurrection or sedition or coup, none of which are actually accurate descriptors for what happened. And this is the same group that a couple years prior had completely occupied the exact same building to the point where it was shoulder-to-shoulder, standing room only, asses and elbows, people everywhere, and they were occupying it because they were trying to protest Justice Kavanaugh being appointed. And the same people who want to just slough that off as, oh, well, that was a peaceful protest, are saying that a bunch of people that wandered around the Capitol building were trying to slaughter democracy, and it was a threat, the biggest threat the American government has ever faced. When, in reality, attempting to influence the appointment of a duly appointed United States Supreme Court justice is every bit the same threat to the founding principles of this country. It's trying to use mob mentality to influence the, the political movements of the government. There's no difference, but there's no, there was also no hearings, no trials, no bullshit. And... A lot of it, I think, is because people still have such a hard-on for Donald Trump. And the fucking Cheeto, I was never a fan to begin with, but one thing he did do that I agree with was he put this country first, which is what we were supposed to do, because as I've said multiple times, it's not our job to police the world. It's not our job to make sure the rest of the world is safe and sound and healthy and well-being. Well... Our own country is falling apart at the fucking seams. Now, if we were in a better place, if things were running the way they should be here, if the world was a happy place and the United States was secure and safe and prosperous, I'd be all for helping out the rest of the world. I'm not a complete dick. However, watching this place just careen off the fucking rails while we're sending billions of dollars overseas... Well, every single bill that they try and pass has some sort of shit completely unrelated to what they market the bill as. Like the current, that shambling corpse Pelosi has just recently posted something about how the congressional Republicans or Senate Republicans, none of them voted to pass the bill that would stop price gouging on oils. Well, see, here's the thing about that. The bill wasn't just to stop price gouging. There's always something else written into the bill. I don't even take the time to look at them anymore because both sides do it. They include shit into the bill that has nothing to do with what it's supposedly about. They campaign and stump publicly so they can get public support for their so-called bills based on one facet of it without ever actually including the shit that they put in there for themselves, the things that they benefit from that have nothing to do with what they're trying to tout the bill as. And... It's just, it happens writ large. Both sides do it, so the other side won't 
back their bill, won't support it, won't pass it, because that's how they keep their jobs. That's where their job security comes from, is convincing the general population that they're trying so hard and it's just the other side's fault that nothing's getting done. When the simple fact is the system has gotten to the point where nothing is supposed to get done. They just keep kicking the fucking can along. And just like kicking a can, there's nothing of substance in there, so it makes a lot of racket. And that's pretty much how every politician in this country is at this point. They don't do anything of substance other than spend money they don't have, so they make a lot of noise to make it seem like they're doing something valuable, and that's how they keep their jobs. And by and wide, the American people are dumb enough to keep letting it happen. And I've been trying to avoid going off on these rants and going on these tears where it's the same shit over and over again, but the same shit keeps happening, and people are so f- dumb. It just keeps reoccurring. And it, I, I can't stop seeing it, so I can't stop thinking about it, so I can't stop talking about it. And the stupid hearings aren't the only thing going on in this country at this point. Besides, you know, the economy tanking, which nobody wants to talk about. You know, don't pay any attention to that. Don't pay any attention to all the shortages that are still going on. Don't pay attention to the supply chain problems. Don't pay attention to the fact that it's costing you three times as much to fill your gas tank, and it's going to get worse. And you can blame the oil companies all you want, but with the simple fact of the matter is when the cost of a drum of oil has gone up to record high levels, yes, the prices are going to go up. Nobody complained about price gouging in previous cases where the oil companies are going to make their money. That doesn't change how much a barrel of crude costs. Government policies change how much a barrel of fucking crude costs. So when they sit there going, oh, well, it's not our fault, it's not our fault. Yes, it is your fault. You can't constantly blame the greedy corporations. Corporations exist to make money for their stockholders and for the company. That's how economics works. Anybody who's saying it's all their fault and they shouldn't be allowed to do this doesn't understand simple economics. They don't understand how these things work. And generally, it's these well-educated idiots that are severely in debt because they made poor choices on their own and they somehow think that their poor choices validate their shitty stance on things and their lack of understanding. But we should just forgive them because, you know, they have a degree in underwater basket weaving or whatever the hell it is that they decided to go to school for and get tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and then they can't find a job because nobody gives a shit. So, yeah, the economy's tanking transportation is becoming ridiculously unaffordable. We're paying more than we ever have for a gallon of gas in the U.S., and people want to act like that's an accident, and I really don't believe it is at this point. We're basically picking up right back where things were before the prior administration because this is the path we were on. We've lost our energy independence. We've lost a lot of edge in a lot of things due to policies of this current administration that greatly echo the administration before the previous one. Then you compound that with all the other societal horseshit that's going on in this country that doesn't track well at all, regardless of how you look at it. Whether it's the mass shooting issues where they're, as well predicted, they are using it to try and whittle away at the Second Amendment, which, I again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you're not from the U.S. and you have a problem with it, I don't care. You don't live here, you don't get a vote, you don't get a say. Shut up, mind your business. Worry about your own fences, we'll tend to ours. If you don't like it, well, you know, there's the door. I really don't care. I would love to see all the people that are bitching about all the opportunities in this country that are protected by our rights and the constitutional development of this country that led to this being a country where you can be free and have opinions and voice your opinions that you don't like shit. I'd love to see them, well, you know, in this country they have that and in that country they have this. You know what? Well, then fuck off and go there. Nobody's forcing you to stay here. 
In case you haven't noticed, people aren't funneling out of the United States at, a, at record numbers to go live in other countries. It's the exact opposite. People are risking life and limb to come here. Not because they're leaving idyllic paradises that are so great. Because this is the idyllic paradise. This is where there is opportunity to grow and develop and establish yourself. And people seem to have a problem with that. They want to take that away. Not understanding that the only reason they have the right to have that attitude in the first fucking place is because of where they are. In terms of the Second Amendment, yeah, some of the stuff that was passed I really don't have a problem with. You want to raise the age to buy long rifles and long, long-barreled long guns to 21 to match with the handguns? Okay, fine. That's great. Stop drafting 18-year-olds then. How about that? If they're not developed enough to buy, make the decisions to purchase a gun, then they're not developed enough to be wielding them in the name of this country. And while we're at it, let's double down on that. They're not de- mentally developed enough to vote. So they shouldn't be having that right either, because maybe by the time they hit their early 20s, enough of the reality will slap them around where they can say, hey, how do you like that? I've had a couple of years to pull my head out of my ass. Maybe I'll start voting in my own interest instead of along party lines or along what the newspaper or social media or my friends tell me. You know, Maybe a little independent thought, but... That's really not the, the idea either, is it? it? The idea is to breed good little drones that are going to do what they're told to further enrich the power of the, the people that are in control. And like I said, I, I really am not necessarily, I, I am a firm believer, you know, shall not be infringed means shall not be infringed. But if you're going to put these measures into, into place, at least those particular aspects of it are just changing the definition of what an adult is and acknowledging that when you're in your late teens, you really don't know your head from your ass. And we're not living in a time where the average life expectancy was 50 anymore. So realistically, we can afford to move that bar a little further back. Let let teenagers be teenagers and learn how the real world works before we thrust the responsibility and the mantle of adulthood on them. I know it's a novel concept, but you know it is what it is. And I've said it before, too. I believe we should all be mandatorily trained how to safely handle firearms because it's been proven in Sweden that that makes, I mean, not only is military service mandatory when you hit the age of adulthood, when you turn 18, you do a mandatory three years, you are trained in how to safely handle firearms, how to be a marksman, how to deal with this stuff. And it has proven they don't have mass shootings. They don't have all the shit that's going on here. And they also have pretty respectable mental health facilities and treatments and stuff available. So, yeah, a lot of people want to point to other countries saying, oh, well, they don't have gun violence there. We define mass shootings much differently in the U.S. than most of the rest of the world does. So that's why the numbers don't sync up. We're not talking about the same shit. We're not talking about the same things happening. Now, the problem I have with the gun regulations they're trying to push through now is the red flag law aspects of it. I think red flag laws are a horrible, horrible idea for one simple reason. The only use they have is to disarm people that you don't agree with. Because the way they're written and the way they're structured, anybody can report somebody, oh, I think they're a danger to other people. I think they're a danger to themselves. And all of a sudden, now the government has the right to come in and disarm anyone because, oh, well, you know, so-and-so that doesn't know you, doesn't know anything about you other than the fact that they don't like you, told us you're a harm to you, you're a risk of danger to yourself or others. It's going to be weaponized so quickly and so readily to basically disarm everybody who may not 
agree with the way things are done. And uh, the people that are going to show resistance to any sort of forced things or any sort of mandated things or any sort of tyrannical actions that all of a sudden are limiting the freedoms that they are supposed to enjoy as members of this country. So, yeah, red flag laws, bad. If you support red flag laws, you bad, you stupid. Because my theory on this is these are the same people who believe that the stripper really likes them. These are the people that believe whoever their first lover is that says they're fucking amazing and, oh, it happens to everybody, I promise. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. It's self-delusional because it's not that they're saying nobody should have guns. It's they're saying big daddy government should have guns. And I don't believe big daddy government should exist. Small government is a much more reasonable thing if we were mature enough as a, a species to deal with it. And in some places they are. In some places people are civilized and treat each other decently. And in other places, they are spoiled, whiny, entitled shitheads who seem to think anything that disagrees with them is the same as physical violence or words hurt, and they can't handle being dressed down or being made fun of. Or I'm, I'm not pro-bully by any stretch of the imagination. I got bullied. I got picked on. I dealt with shit when I was a kid. And I came out the other side because I'm not a whiny little shit. I, I dealt with it. I had issues. I had people that made me miserable. I had people that picked on me. I was physically assaulted every day for like a three and a half months long stretch by multiple people. And when I finally lost my patience and put a stop to it, that was fine. It was done. Maybe I didn't work past things in the healthiest way, but I got fucking past it. We're just dealing with a weakness of character here and a complete lack of any sort of personal strength or fiber and it's really sad it's and it's being forced that the people that do have that are actually like persecuted and treated like there's something wrong with them because they want to stand on their own they don't want to have somebody else making their decisions and telling them how to live their lives there are a lot of people in this country that literally just want to be left alone until that happens things are going to keep going on the route they are and a lot of the people that just want to be left alone are the ones that you really don't want mad at you. The ones that they, they've seen their shit. They've been, whether they're veterans or just people from really rough areas, and they're tired of this shit. And they're tired of being lied to, and they're tired of being pushed around. And at some point, something's going to give. I'm not saying things will necessarily go completely off the rails, but they're not going in a good way. And I really, we got to do better, guys. We really do. And if you're one of the people that still thinks looking to the government is somehow going to fix these problems, you're really barking up the wrong tree. I mean, our current administration is pretty much incompetent across the board between the fact that we have somebody who is based on everything I can tell, if not senile, at least not completely competent anymore. The fact that this guy still was even put on the ticket in the first place, we should be charging somebody with friggin' elder abuse. But the fact of the matter is, okay, president's incompetent, vice president's incompetent. Most of the cabinet is friggin' useless. None of them are in touch with reality. Everything up to their press secretary. Pre they have a press secretary who can't answer a question if it, the answer isn't printed in a binder. She can't think on her feet. She can't give cognizant answers that aren't already written up for her. So realistically, 
what is it exactly that these people are doing that are instilling faith in people? I don't understand how it is that people can look at politicians and go, that's the answer. We need to, we need more of this. We need to push this. We need to support this. We need to keep going along with this. Other than people that are just looking at things going, well, that's the way it's always been. So that's the way it must be. That's not the case. That's not how this is supposed to work. It hasn't always been this way. It's not supposed to be this way. And we need to stop saying we're going to accept it. Literally anyone that is running as an incumbent right now should not be making it through the election. They should be out on their ass because they're not doing a good job. It's really not that complicated. If you or I do a piss poor job at wherever we're drawing our paychecks, we'll be let go because that's how it works. If you're not an effective employee, they don't keep you around. Now, on the other hand, if you do do a good job, you get rewarded, you get promoted, you you get a raise. I mean, now granted, with inflation and the average raise these days, even if you get a raise, you're losing money. If you didn't get a raise this year, you're really hurting. I didn't get a raise this year. I'm not being overly pissy about it because I happen to love my job. I work for an amazing company. And yeah, the economy's hitting everybody. Because when I say I didn't get a raise this year, I don't think any of us got a raise this year at the at my company. And and that's fine. I we The, the company does so much for me, I have no complaints. I there are other things that make me say, you know what, it's okay. I'm not going to push the issue right now because it is what it is. It's, you know, part of a, a work environment that I really appreciate. I know my work is appreciated. I know I am a person am appreciated. My bosses are fantastic people. So I don't, I don't push the issue. But overall, like I said, why is it that these bloated, ineffectual career politicians are somehow above the same standard we're held to. And realistically, the fact that once you serve on a national level, you get a golden parachute. You are covered. You get a six-figure income for the rest of your life on the taxpayer's dime. Now, some people actually have, I've had this conversation with some people that said, well, if they're getting paid anyway, we might as well keep them around. Why? They're, they're the reason they're getting paid anyway. These career politicians, people have made a career out of living off of the work of other people. That is pretty much the definition of a politician if you take all the bullshit out of it. It is people who don't actually contribute anything to society trying to tell everyone else how to run their lives and then charging them for the privilege. They don't do a good job. They shouldn't be getting any of this you know, focus from anyone at this point. They should just be... The system is completely broke. The, the people that are in power have no reason to acknowledge that because they benefit from the, the faults in our system. The country's $30 trillion in debt right now. That is not evidence of a well-run system. That is, not, that is not a system that's functioning properly. That is not, I mean, there should at least be balance. The, the concept of a balanced budget is something a lot of politicians used to run on. They don't even bother talking about it anymore. It's all empty promises and blame throwing. That's not merit. That's not a meritous behavior or not a meritous action. We should be treating this politician the same way you treat pets because pets are completely dependent on you for life. They provide companionship. They help, you know, I'm a, I'm a pet people. I have a cat. I have a dog. 
I have other assorted little critters that in the course of my life, I have had all kinds of ridiculous animals in my life. But on the other hand, at the end of the day, I don't let my dog tell me how I'm going to be spending my paycheck. These politicians don't even provide the comfort of a pet. They don't provide any real quality to your life. And a lot of people get bent out of shape when I say things like that. Well, well, what about, you know, infrastructure? What about roads? What about up until the early 1900s, there was no federal tax. There was not money being collected to maintain these infrastructures. They, it, and you know what? The roads still existed. People still got where they had to go. Things were maintained. They can be done on a, on a state level. They can be done on a city level. They can be done locally. And that's fine. And that is actually a lot more manageable because it's actually decisions being made by the people that the decisions will affect. Instead of a bunch of useless shitheads in some tower on the other side of the country saying, well, this is how we believe you peons should be spending your life. We are going to spend your money and you are going to give it to us. And if you don't, you're going to go to jail. We are going to penalize you. You're going to pay fines. You're going to pay fees. And you're still going to go to jail. And while you're in jail, you're not going to have a job. So you're not going to be able to pay those fines. So we're going to double down on your time. And the longer you're in, the farther in that hole you get. And for some reason, we think this is how the system should work. We think this is what they should be doing. And we're so busy hating each other over stupid shit, over petty little things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, that they skate by on it so easily. They play on emotion, they play on fears, and they play on petty little hatreds and things that we should have gotten over by now. We are all people. And if we could just remember that and approach each other with kindness and understanding instead of fears and judgment and pettiness. And this is where I tend to lose the right wing side of things. It's like, I don't give a shit what you do in your personal life with your own personal time. I don't care who you love as long as they're consenting adults or age appropriate, let's say. Because when I was 15, I wasn't in love with an adult. I was in love with another 15-year-old. And that's a totally different story. I'm not without crossing over into that whole realm as long as you're in, involved with somebody that's age appropriate and it's you're two people and you care about each other and you benefit from each other's company i don't give a shit you know why because it doesn't affect me i'm not i don't have to sleep with you just because you feel a certain way about whatever per, kind of person you're attracted to i'm allowed to be attracted to who i'm attracted to it's 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 amazing how that works and as long as you leave me alone about it i'll leave you alone about it on the other side of that coin, if you decide to do something stupid or say something stupid, I'm for sure going to tell you what I think about it. And, uh, yeah, it just it is what it is. So that's how we fix this. It's We're not going to fix this by voting the right people into office because there are no right people. The people that would be right for the job aren't running for the job. People that want these positions, people that want this power and this influence and this life are the last ones who should have it. And that's not a new concept. It's been around for a very long time. Power attracts the unworthy. The worthy generally have positions of power thrust upon them. It's just, it's kind of human nature. And I know I'm not the first person to see it. I know it's been around for a long time. I just don't know why so many people have forgotten that. And we get these demagogues and wannabe overlords and tin pots wannabe dictators that are so attracted to power and they think once they seize it that they're somehow entitled to, they think they're better than everyone else. 
not that they're the parasitic sacks of crap that they are, but that they honestly genuinely think they are smarter than you, they are better than you, they are more deserving than you, and they are more worthy than you. And I th- really, I believe we want to make this world a better place. It's time we remind them that they're not. They're not any smarter than you. They're not any better than you. They're definitely not more deserving or more worthy than you. They just happen to be in the right place at the right time with the right crock of shit and the appropriate lack of fiber or morals to say whatever it took to get themselves some power. And once they get a little taste, they want more and more and more and more. And they'll tell you anything they think you want to hear to get that. It's it's like they're junkies for the high they get from getting over on the general population. And realistically, it's time to send these assholes to rehab. I don't know if there's a way we can do that without some massive upheaval. And I'm not looking forward to those kind of days, but I could, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened at this point. It almost seems like that's what they're pushing for. I really believe that some of these assholes want to see a domestic war pop off. They want to see a revolution happen. They want to see a civil war because it's going to allow them to flex more power. It's going to allow them to come down harder on the people they don't agree with. And there's going to be blowback and it's going to be terrible. And I don't know if we can settle this in a civilized manner until people grow the hell up. I don't really, I I wish it could happen until it does, until, until the chips fall and the dust settles. I'm going to just do what I can to make sure my family's taken care of and my I'm going to mind my fences. I'm going to pay attention to my yard. I'm going to take do what I have to do to take care of the people I care about. And I'm going to do what I have to do to take care of myself because if I'm not in a position of being in a good position myself, I'm not going to be able to help them. I'm not going to be able to care for them. So I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to try and make me better. I'm going to try and diversify my income like I keep telling people. I you can't just have one income source coming in. I love my job. I love my boss. If the company went out of business tomorrow, I'd be boned. So I'm trying to get extra things coming in. I'm trying to increase my general independence. Buy books. That's one of those things. If the grid goes down, if the power goes out, if a war pops off, if they decide to shut down your access because they don't want you knowing certain things, they don't want you seeing certain things, and it's already happened to a certain extent. There, Everything is edited. Social media is a bunch of echo chambers. That's why everyone in the country is so convinced that their side is right and they are the only one and true answer. Because they have logarithms that feed you what you want to see. They show you things that align with what you believe and what you think and what you want to hear because that's how they keep you hooked. That's how they keep your retention And through that retention, if they only get that by feeding you what you already think and what you already believe, you're not called to question anything. You're not called to be critical. You're not called to be analytical. You just keep hearing more. Oh, yeah, I must be right because everything I see online tells me I'm right. Everything you see online is tailored to tell you what you want to hear. Social media is basically politicians wet dream because it funnels everybody into their boxes and puts them in their lanes and makes them that much easier to control and it's that much easier to stir them up against because they can put out all kinds of inflammatory divisive shit and they know it's going to get fed right to the right people so get ready for when they start deciding to shut down things you need to know when they start removing things and it's already getting really hard to find certain survival things and Tips on how to do things like gardening, container gardens, if you're not in a place where you have any kind of land. And they're making it harder and harder to get access to things like big plots of land. 
the vast majority of the farmland in this country is no longer in private hands. It's in corporate hands or Bill Gates is buying. Bill Gates is literally the biggest farmer on the planet now because he's bought so much commercial farmland. And he's not doing it for any kind of benevolent reason. I don't give a damn how you feel. That's There's no way. So you got to go out. you got to get actual physical copies of stuff. If you can't find a physical copy of a book, but you find a PDF of it, print that shit out and put it in a binder so you have it just in case. If the grid goes down, if they ter- take away your Internet access, if they decide to start pulling books out of the library or off of the digital libraries that are online, go and you have it to look at. So, you know, start hedging your bets. Start getting ready because as much as I hate to be a doomsayer, dark days are kind of on the horizon. And I would love if the world turned around, but I don't really see it happening. It's it's right up there with like, yeah, I, I, I like to daydream about hitting the Powerball for $500 million. But you know what? At the end of the day, that's really what it is. And sitting around daydreaming with a lottery ticket just basically means you got $1 less to fucking do something that's going to benefit you somehow. So I guess for now, that's realistically all I have to say. We need to be better. We need to do better. I go off on these tears because this is the stuff that I think about. The reason I don't have an aneurysm and I don't have an ulcer right now is because I get it off my chest. I'm not bottling it up. I'm not dwelling on it. It's just the stuff that drives me crazy. Get out of your echo chambers. Open yourself up to some new experiences. Talk to some, just literally talk to some people and go into it unbiasedly. Don't go into it judging them and saying, okay, they're going to be this way and that way and this way. Just go into it and go, hey, I need to meet a new person. I, I want to learn something new about somebody. Broaden your fucking horizons a little bit. Make yourself a slightly better person. Take care of each other. Be decent to each other. I mean, that doesn't mean neglect yourself to take care of other people, which seems to be what a lot of people think it should mean. They... They don't have something and you do. You don't automatically have to give it to them. That's not how it works. But for now, I guess that's what I had to say. If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So, yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review. Give us a follow. Give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review. Give me a follow. Give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It. Podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.